Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Tuesday, October 24th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto's Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about crypto moves, US GDP, fund flows, privacy, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a new source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Well, yesterday was interesting. The climb in Bitcoin price that I talked about in the previous episode accelerated, with Bitcoin briefly breaking above $35,000 for the first time since May of last year. Back then, Bitcoin was on the way down as the collapse of the Terra Luna system was rocking markets. Now, Bitcoin is on the way up. And there is more than one tailwind at work here. I'll talk about those in a moment. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time today, Bitcoin was trading at $34,540, up 13% over the past 24 hours. Ether was up 10%, trading at $1,845. Other tokens also managed to rack up double-digit gains. Flow was up 11%, Decentraland and Filecoin were up 12%. Now, on to what seems to be driving Bitcoin's move. There's the macro narrative. In yesterday's episode, I talked about the US 10-year yield hitting the symbolic level of 5%. Well, it turned around fast. We've seen in the past that 5% has acted as a peak, with 10-year yields pulling back each time they reach that level. This happened yesterday and was accelerated by posts on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, from two well-known bond investors suggesting that they expect yields to drop from here. The 10-year yield dropped almost 20 basis points yesterday and has recovered slightly this morning to 4.86%. Back to Bitcoin's move, there's also a crypto-specific narrative. Yesterday, the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation, which handles Nasdaq Clearing, listed the BlackRock Bitcoin Spot ETF with the ticker symbol IBTC. Also, BlackRock filed a registration statement amendment with the SEC, saying that it may start to seed the fund with cash this month in preparation for trading. None of this means that approval is imminent, but it might. 
and investors are starting to position for the expected bump when that eventually gets confirmed whenever that may be. There's still plenty of risk, however. Bitcoin's liquidity is relatively thin, which can amplify moves up or down. And stock markets are still looking nervous, despite the drop in Treasury yields. In macro indicators today, I want to talk about US GDP growth. You've no doubt been hearing conflicting accounts of where the US economy is and where it's heading. On the one hand, we've been told for months that a recession is imminent and we may already be in one. US bankruptcies are up at levels last seen during the pandemic and before that during the 2008 financial crisis. Bank credit is contracting. Consumer sentiment is dropping sharply. On the other hand, the economy is growing. The job market is still strong and retail sales are still heading up. This Thursday, we find out the preliminary figures for third-quarter GDP growth in the U.S. The average forecast has it doubling from the growth achieved in Q2. Economists expect the U.S. economy to have grown 4.2% annualized in the third quarter versus 2.1% in the previous period. This does not look very much like a recession. And there's more. The Federal Reserve of Atlanta runs a GDP model which takes in economic data as it is released and spits out a frequently updated growth estimate. They go to pains to specify this is not a forecast, it is an estimate based on actual data. The Atlanta Fed model, known as GDP Now, has the third quarter growth coming in at 5.4%, more than a full percentage point higher than economists' predictions. I have no idea what the number will be, but we could be in for a surprise on Thursday. In stocks, the drop in U.S. Treasury yields seems to have calmed investors a bit. Yesterday, the S&P 500 fell less than two-tenths of a percent, the Dow Jones dropped just over half a percent, while the Nasdaq even managed to squeeze out a gain of almost three-tenths. This morning, futures are pointing to a more upbeat mood as investors wait for earnings reports from a handful of mega-cap tech stocks. European indices also delivered mixed results yesterday, with the FTSE 100 down almost four-tenths and the DAX and the Eurostock 600 more or less flat. Today, things are looking tentatively positive. The mood also seems to have shifted in Asia. Japan's Nikkei index was up two-tenths of a percent, and the Shanghai Composite rose almost eight-tenths on growing conviction that the Chinese government will do what it takes to support the market. The Hong Kong market bucked the trend, however, and fell just over one percent, dragged down by corrections in its large tech stocks. In commodities, the Brent crude benchmark continued to retreat from the local highs reached last week, down roughly six-tenths to trade at just over $90 per barrel. Gold is also settling back, down almost half a percent to trade at $1,963 per ounce. Stay with us. After the break, we're going to look at currently listed crypto funds and privacy. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com slash crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In headlines today, we're going to be talking about an issue we all should care about, 
as well as a positive development on that front. But first, let's look at listed crypto funds. Crypto fund manager CoinShares publishes a weekly report on inflows and outflows into all listed crypto investment vehicles. This is worth keeping an eye on, as it gives some insight into what investors are doing, specifically the type of investor that prefers to get exposure to the crypto market through listed funds. These tend to be institutions as well as more mainstream retail investors. The latest weekly report, published yesterday, shows the fourth consecutive week of inflows. Most of the inflows, over 80%, went into long Bitcoin funds, with Solana accounting for most of the rest. The only crypto asset to see outflows was Ether, with total investment declining for the second consecutive week. We'll include a link to the report in the show notes. Next, I want to take a step back and comment on a fundraise that highlights an important aspect of crypto that could use some more attention. I'm talking about privacy, which is a touchy subject with regulators who insist they need to be able to look at all financial transactions in order to prevent crime. Nevertheless, it is a topic many of us care about, especially given how easily it can be eroded and how that erosion can leave people more vulnerable to censorship, extortion, or maybe worse. Normally, privacy is not something people value until they need it and realize they don't have it. This comes to mind today because this morning Coindesk reported that privacy infrastructure builder NIM Technologies has received commitments from crypto venture firms of more than $300 million to fund further development of privacy technology. I'm not endorsing NIM Technologies, but this is a considerable amount of money which will hopefully go toward making Web3 and blockchain applications more secure. This should enhance their utility, as well as the overall health of the internet. It's a big task, but one that matters, individually and collectively, and it's good to see a significant investment in its development. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Acheson for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 